So uh, let's start a conversation on uh, uncovering the differences in generations and what things you guys picked up. I'll go ahead and start with you today, Tay. Yeah, that was that was so good. I feel like me and him are in the same generation. I feel like everything he said, I'm like, man, I just hate voicemails. Like sometimes I don't even listen to them. <laughs> uh, but it was just so good. I think uh, probably what I got the most from it uh, is basically you have to know your audience, know the people that you're like communicating with on a daily basis. Know um, know uh, their life. Know know everything about them so that when you reach out to them, like you can speak their language. And I think when he said a lot of, uh, I think he said uh, millennials, like they don't think linear. So like you have to understand if you're going to speak to somebody, just imagine uh, going to another country and you're trying to talk to them in English. They have no idea what you're saying, so they won't, they won't get your message. Well, it's the same thing when you're talking different generations. If you aren't speaking that language, then most time they have already tuned you out. So you have to know your audience, know your audience and just know how to get them just to be receptive of the things you're saying. And um, the uh, second thing he talked about was the first thing he talked about parenting. And uh, he, he said it influences everything we do. And uh, man, just for me, uh, just reading and just learning and just being around guys from different backgrounds, just learning like how they was raised, how they're raising their kids now. Uh, I've just gained so much insight on, you know, how I want to raise my kids and just really giving me practical steps uh, to do it. And uh, I know most of you guys have heard uh, the verse in the Bible that says, train up your kids in the way that they should go so so that when they're old, they won't turn from it. And me, uh, I always thought that was, you know, getting to know your kids' gifts. Uh, train them in the way uh, their gifts is tasting them. Don't force things on them. Uh, get to know who they are as young people. Learn the things that they like to do and just kind of uh, foster them in that manner until I was talking to my preacher uh, this weekend we were setting up for this fall festival and he, he said the verse and he just kind of gave me a whole different perspective on the verse and I was like I just never thought about it that way but sometimes we consciously do it and he said it's not that you're uh, really pushing them towards their gifts it's you training them up with their worldview so that they can make sound decisions out of their view of the world and he said once you kind of train them up just with their worldview, which is uh, politics or just whatever the case may be, as you shape their worldview, then they will make sound decisions so that when they're old, when they are able to face those decisions in whatever area of life they go, then they will be able to discern what it is that they should do in that situation and it will always lead them into uh, where they should be. So uh, that just shifted my whole mindset of just being uh, conscious of having conversations with my kid, not just about, you know, what they're good at, good at or what they're not good at, but just a uh, certain type of situation within the community, certain type of situation at school. Like if you see somebody uh, being bullied, how you handle the situation and why we don't do those things. So it's just really shaping their worldview. So when they do get older and get into high school and they uh, happen to see these things, they won't be the kids that sit back and know or, or not even know what's happening, that they will be so like, they will be so like uh, ahead of the game that they would see this, be able to recognize it and be able to do something about it. So uh, for me, that was just a game changer for me. And it was a quote uh, that I heard. Uh, it was actually something I just, because I love to just look up different quotes by different people. And this one was uh, by Bruce Lee. And he said, instead of buying your kids everything that you never had, teach them everything that you were never taught. And he said, material things waste away, but knowledge is eternal. And I just thought that was so good. Because me, I, I used to uh, really, uh, anytime my kids asked for something, uh, I would always just get it from them. But I had to, like, kind of pull myself back from that and understand, like, I can teach them values out of trying to, uh, instead of just trying to buy them everything. So what I would do every time he would ask uh, me to buy him a toy, then I just kind of came up with this concept, this idea, like, if you want something new, you, you have to give something away. 
So for me, it's not always about you receiving something. It's about you being able to help somebody else out by uh, not just collecting a lot of toys, but knowing that, you know, I can get new things, but at the same time, I have to be generous with what I got. I don't have to hoard and just feel like I have to have everything. I can also learn how to give back uh, out of those things. So that's me just using something as simple as, you know, our kids want new toys. Like, in order to get new toys, then you have to give things away. Uh, if you want to do certain things, then you have to sell some of the things you got. Just teaching them different ideas and just kind of get their mind going is, you know, it's not always about you receiving things. Sometimes you can make a profit and buy you something new, or you can just be generous and give it to somebody who's in need. So I thought that was awesome. Uh, and just the last thing, uh, he talked about when he talked about parents and a lot of things that, you know, our parents taught us from how they was raised. And uh, what I wrote down was you have to learn to unlearn. Like a lot of things that you were taught, it may not been the right thing, but you have to just take that initiative. And I think with us being It Works, uh, this whole personal development thing has taught us that. Like you have the ability to learn and unlearn anything that you want if you just make that effort. And so for me, it's about making that extra effort, knowing that you have to put in that extra work to uh, unlearn a lot of the things that you was taught. Because uh, mainly for us, a lot of people, that it, it has become a habit. It's just who we are. And that's really something that you don't have to settle with because it's not who you are. You are who you just continue to build every single day. You are who you show up and just feed uh, every single day. So uh, just take the initiative and just understand, like some things you was taught at an early age, it's not that is necessarily wrong or the people who taught you those things uh, were trying to hurt, uh, hinder you. It was just things that they were taught and it may not be something that you, you agree with. And you just have to know like you have the power and authority to change that and change uh, the uh, generational patterns uh, for the generation moving forward. Uh, so uh, if I could, you guys get anything, just know your audience and just know like everything, like I always tell my wife, like read a book with a filter, everything in the book isn't for you. Like, just because somebody put a book out doesn't mean, like, he wrote the book all for you. Filter it. Read with a filter. Like, get the things that's for you and leave the things that's not. So uh, I just encourage you guys to continue to show up, just continue to know the people you're talking to so you can speak that language. And I think as you learn to do that, not only uh, will you benefit from the conversations, but you will start to see growth in a new way because you're just taking the time to be more intentional about the conversations you're having and just be more intentional about the people that you're trying to reach. Yeah, so good. And, and Tay, I love that you hit on that because that was something uh, that I was raised with and you just made me remember it. It was, if I wanted something new, if I didn't have the money, I had to sell something to go get it. So I, I think that in itself, you've got two amazing points. One, you have a choice. You can either give something away so that that teaches generosity or you have to sell something to make up the difference, which creates a mindset of, I have to go out and accomplish something to get something that I want. I love that so much. It's so amazing. I, I could just sign off right now and call it good. Uh, Chad, you're gonna have to follow that. Sorry. <laughs> so good. Man, I like it better, Joe, when you have me go first. No, so so a couple thoughts I have on this is one I I love it because it's like we just got a fire hose to the face on the differences in generations and there were some specifics that came up that I had never really really considered and in the line of work that we do it's so important that we're able to understand people right understand people communicate with people um, one thing I've learned is that most of the the wisest people that that I know they actually utilize the ratio of two ears to one mouth. Right. So they're just asking questions and listening, ask a question and listen, ask a question and listen. Whenever we're talking to a prospect or we're talking to a team member, 
we're, we're going to learn so much about them by just asking the right questions. So, so I, I kind of look at this and, and I just, just jotted down three things is one, you know, we talk about networks all the time, personality type. That's kind of like the basis, not so much to know um, even really who you're talking to initially, but to know who you are because your, your vibe attra attracts your tribe. You know, you've heard the birds of a feather flock together. And if you just speak the message that, that comes naturally to you, you're probably going to attract mostly people who are just like you and you want to attract everyone in your business all different ages right you can tell a lot like if you walk into a church and you see that everybody's about the same age and everybody's the same ethnicity then you know that they're they're communicating a certain type of message versus if you go in and, it, and it's everyone's there you know all ages shapes sizes and everything like that so personality types are good but that's not the end all be all end game that's just kind of like a beginning start a lot of you have probably read the book five love languages right five love languages and this is a great example to use because it talks about um you know learning your spouse right like maybe if i love gifts then my tendency is to give gifts because i assume that since i love gifts then the other person is going to love gifts too that's not always the case like your significant other might prefer uh, a word of encouragement and you can just encourage them with your word and maybe that doesn't mean anything to you but it means something to them it's all about knowing your spouse and this this transfers into business too just understanding like the the five love languages and then i love the the generation you know when, when we're speaking to someone if they don't want uh to hear you know if some people don't like to talk on the phone i talk to people all the time and they're just like don't call me and, and you know they don't like to talk on the phones when you call them and you get voicemails full they don't even listen to their voicemails right voicemails full so some people like to communicate via messenger or text or whatever so it's just a matter of us being open enough instead of trying to change other people to fit how we want them to be we need as leaders to be able to modify our behavior to fit how they how they want to be and one thing that i think is so important with leadership is just for us to continuously learn to continuously change to get better you know and like this guy he is obviously spending his life dedicating his life to understand different generations and, and gathering the data and, and wants to do all that. You know, I, I tell people, if you go into Walmart and you see a mom with five kids and they've all got their hand on the cart and they're saying, yes, ma'am. And they're just smiling. And, you know, and you go down three aisles down and you see a mom dragging her kid down the aisle by their leg while they're screaming and like, you know, trying to rip stuff off the shelves. Right. Well, just by asking a few simple questions, we can probably modify ourselves so that we're, raising our children in a better way and so just this idea of you know showing up on stuff like this and constantly getting better um seeking first to understand before you want to be understood but and i love how i love how uh tay said that we have to learn to unlearn right i think that's so so important instead of looking at people and going they should be like me we need to just understand that they haven't used a fax machine before and they never will and they're going to have it on their email, you know, ha ha, just kidding. No faxing here <laughs> because times are a changing. Right. And, you know, some of us had to use the phone that was plugged into the wall and you can only walk around the corner and stretch the cord real long kind of thing. And, and like, like you was saying today, you know, kids are growing up where they just, his daughter will, a phone call is a FaceTime. She's eight. And she just, if, if she can't see him, that's not called a phone call. And that's just the way it is. And it's going to continue to change. And so we have to roll with the changes and understand the changes. And I love that there's people like him out there that'll help us to understand 
Generation Z and, and the millennials and understand that the old people are on Facebook now. The younger people are, they're like, Facebook, that's for old people. They got the Instagram account, right? And then the next thing, the Snapchat or whatever. So us old dudes like me, and I'm only 46, so I'm not old times 70, right? But we have to understand the, and, and stay on top of the, the new apps and the new trends and the new things that are going on. And, and we are needed. We're needed to reach down and help uh, with the parenting and help share a lot of the things that we're learning because that's such a core component of just having a good society, right? It's just people being fathered and mothered. And so anyway, that's all I got for, for today. That's good. Uh, I, I love the part that he said, uh, generations are mainly shaped by the previous generation. So parenting is the important part, but doesn't matter what generation it is, because everyone thinks millennials, they're entitled. Entitlement is a learned behavior, no matter what the generation is. So I thought that was great. Uh, when he starts talking about technology, that's when it starts getting fun because that, that is the huge separator between, you know, the different generations is it's an invisible line until you all of a sudden have to cross it. Like the other day I was asked to fax something in. We're, we're joking about fax machines, but I was like, I, I, I don't even have a fax machine. How am I supposed to do this? Like, it was one of those things that you were like, wow, this company is so far behind that they will probably lose business because of the fact that they haven't moved forward. So technology is only new if you remember what it was like before. I mean, think about everybody that's grown up with a smartphone in their hand, like Chad was just saying, you know, some kids will never know what it's like to actually talk on the phone and not see somebody. Everything is going to be uh, video conferencing, video talking, you know, FaceTime, that's all they know. So that is something that's incredible. And, and one of the biggest points that I want to bring home on this whole conversation is the language of leadership varies in interpretation by ethnicity, by generation, by gender, and by geography. So you may be thinking that you're helping in a specific way, uh, kind of like he was talking about Gen Zers. When Gen Xers and Gen and Millennials, they hear from their boss, they think automatically, oh, I'm in trouble. When they, when they hear from a leader, they're like, oh, I'm in trouble, I'm doing something wrong because they're coming to talk to me. Where the next generation, Gen Z, they are looking for people to come talk to them. They're, they're looking for that encouragement. They're, they're looking for somebody to tell them something. The other thing that is interesting is, is the fact of, of the divide <clears throat> in millennials. Because there's not a division in any of the other generations. There's not an upper end and a lower end. In millennials, it's definitely apparent because I'm on the, the bottom end. I was born in 77. So for being a millennial, I'm on the other end that looks at the other end of millennials as the complete opposite because we were raised a completely different way than the other half of the millennials were. So the thing about watching that split is there are two different ways to talk to those people. Chad, I love how you went over the color personalities and the love languages. I think it's important that you have four things that, so for all of you that are on here right now, four things that you need to know. One is learn about the personality color types. Two, 
go through the love languages. Three, go through Strength Finder 2.0. Because once you have those three things, you really know how to interact and interpret people based on their strengths, their colors, their love languages. Not only does it open things up for you, but it tells you how to interact with everybody else. Then the fourth thing is how do you apply that to conversations within generations? Because the, the number one thing that we're learning through this entire talk was the fact that how you communicate between generations is completely different. For example, in our business, if you look, you can take what everyone's been saying as millennials, which we now know is the Gen Zers. Ask a Gen Zer if they will go talk to somebody in person or do an expo. They have no idea what you're talking about, but give them a phone and social media and they can blow this business up. You look at millennials and you'll have the two division. So you'll have millennials that are really, really good at talking to people in person and going and doing expos and going and doing events. But then you've got the younger millennials that are more towards the, the Gen Zers or the Gen, yeah, the Gen Zers and they won't do that. So this is a key question when you're having people added to your team. One of the most important questions you should ask them so you know how to help them is ask them questions like, how do you anticipate or how do you see yourself doing this business? Do you primarily see yourself doing it all online, all over the phone? Or do you like meeting with people and talking to people? You know, one of the funny things that we don't think about, and it's absolutely true, the younger and younger this company gets with the people that are coming into it, have you noticed how events have become smaller and smaller. And the reason why is because people want to do everything mobily versus in person. So you need to start training your teams and asking them questions based on how are they learning? How are they working? Because once you get that information down, now you know how to work with them. You know, one of the most important things that Steph and I figured out along the way was when we're doing trainings, we find it better to do Q&A than to just shout from the rooftops what we think you need to know. Because the thing is, is we have no idea how to help you if we're just telling you stuff nonstop. But the moment, like Chad said, when you have two ears and one mouth and you start listening, then you know how to help people. So guys, this was great. Uh, I, I would obviously say go back through and listen again to learn about the difference. I, I'm just gonna go over them really quick just so you know. So he said, generations are not defined by dates. He said, you can't just check a box and put people in it. But what they found is that the patterns of those people that run together are consistent with specific age groups. So he said, the boomers generation is anywhere from 1946 to 1964. Gen X, which nobody seems to ever talk about, it's the silent generation, is between 1965 to 1976. So actually, Chad, you would be a Gen Xer. Yeah. 
millennials, which is Gen Y, is somewhere between 1977, which is me, I'm an old millennial, and 1995. And then Gen Z is anyone in the 1996 to current. So now that you know those, make sure that when you're speaking with people in those age ranges, that you truly try to speak to them in their language and at their level so that the message that you are trying to get across gets received. Guys, glad you tuned in today. Hopefully you learned a lot from this. I know we did. Uh, can't wait to see you again next time. Go out and have an awesome week.